0: feeling bad like it could be sad it could be sick it could be whatever what's like your go-to thing like and it's something that like you digest so like a liquid or a food like what's your go-to like i need i need to pick me up ginger ale that's a good one
1: ginger ale and soup that's a good one soup well okay you
0: went on the
2: sick route what about yeah. this? what about sad? What do we even feel like sad? What, um, what you eat the scented, I like to light a scented candle in my room, dude. Okay, for real? this is okay. No. Th- different. news. I've become a candle <laughs> no, no, guy for real. No, it's like I was like a no for real. No, oh, yeah, uh, I've
1: become a candle uh, guy. Whenever I'm, whenever I get home, I just light a couple candles. My room yeah. be smelling good twenty four seven. I
0: think I, I think I need to light my candles more.
1: I don't light them. I, like the, I light I like them literally like they are lit all day long. I try to remember to blow them out before I go to sleep. Sometimes doesn't happen. Oh, God. I like a charm, dude. Well, I live with a the firefighter. So There's something.
2: There. <laughs> There's, <laughs> I live with a firefighter. So it's okay if I burn
1: half the house down because he's going to put that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna, Smitty! He's going to put okay, it but out. Think, like, what, how, realistically, I've been thinking about it. Well, like a candle in a glass jar, Like realistically, how would that set fire to anything? Yeah, you probably I would. If have the wick right, catches right, something, I would have to knock it over. Something would have to fall from the yeah. ceiling. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't there's think that's realistic. I'm not too concerned about it. Yeah, the only my biggest concern is that when I wake up, I'm like, damn, I ran through a lot more of that candle than I wanted to. Dude, I'm gonna tell you this. There's something physiological about that. Just does something to you. Lighting a
2: candle. Yeah, just does something. Like yeah, just being yeah. near a lit one and it just do, got a I, smell honestly, to it.
1: Little, my, so uh, typically, my thing. I'll turn on my lamp. I'll light my couple candles in like that are near the TV. Yup. yup. And then I'll turn the light off when I'm laying down to watch something. I'll keep those light, those candles on. It's like yeah. a nice ambiance. It's a good ambiance. Uh-huh. And then I, before I go to sleep, I blow this out, and then I put on the one next to my bed. Regardless, 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 uh, I'm a candle boy now. Yeah. So. And I don't know, yeah, wherever we were coming from, from there. Candles.
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys, we had a slight interruption. They're
1: good. They're good for the. They're just good for the soul. Uh-huh. Like
2: uh-huh. I felt. I feel very, very peaceful yes. when a candle yes.
1: lit. It, it it raises my spirits in uh-huh. a way. The, yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I like There's something you about know, so it. if anyone listening, you can just start getting me candles as gifts because I'll definitely use them. And just get yourself don't, one. Just make. Oh, I get it myself them all the time. Well, I'm talking to the people listening. Oh, yeah.
0: Like go get yourself a candle. Sure. Sure. Come on. Yeah, they're a good pick me up. I was at, like, I respect the, o-
1: the candle flow. The only problem is that sometimes like people smell choices <laughs> bad or just different. Yeah. So like, if someone's like, "Oh, I got you this candle," it could be like, "What? Skunk spray?" Where, where you get your last candle from?
2: Target, dude. I wanted to. I was getting. Uh, I think I was getting a candle for Bren like a year ago, and I was in like a Yankee candle.
1: Okay. Like oh, a dude, Yankee those candle. Are elite. And, and I'm gonna tell very you, expensive. and
2: I'm gonna tell you that they were one very expensive. Yeah, like very. I saw the prices on these candles. I couldn't find the price on this one candle, and I took it to the front, and she said, "I don't even know what it was. Probably like forty dollars, forty-five dollars." And I was like, "Huh?" I was like, "I go buy a." It was what? Go buy a. Tea- I mean, it was a. It was. It wasn't a giant dude, candle. I even.
1: kind of honestly do. I want to get one of those uh, like heating pad things that you set the candle on, and so what? you don't light it, and it yeah. like warms yeah. it from the bottom, and they last way longer because the wax doesn't burn. Yeah. Wow.
0: The wax just melts and then it solidifies and then it just melt like yeah.
1: You're basically you using- get like you get like a good bit more use out of a candle. What scent
2: are you rocking with right
1: now? I don't. I've got literally four different flavors I'm that I've with the lavender dude. I, I, I've got one that's like kind of Christmas tree. Oh, okay, lol. Yeah, I got one that's like um, fall. Yeah, dude. Got one that's like you know like. Cracked wood and whiskey, or, you know, like a boy. Cracked wood and bourbon. Yeah. The man, can, the, the mandel, the, the man,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me some fingernails and. Uh... No man. Gunk.
1: <laughs> yeah. And speaking of males, this is this is this episode we're talking about motocross, where men rule and girls drool. That honestly,
2: dude, it's honestly the the like underlying theme of uh-huh. the first forty minutes of yep. the movie. Uh, and
1: then and uh before we get into that, this is the Play It by Your podcast, your one stop shop for movie news. No, music news, <laughs> movie reviews. There's no chance I am messing up like that. That's crazy. Uh <laughs> 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 Music news, movie reviews, and uh, g- just outtakes. You know, yeah, we'll have a we'll have a funny outtake reel at the end of this episode. Uh, yeah, we uh, but, um, yeah, we won't, but <laughs> yeah, uh, we won't because there are barely any outtakes. Most of every episode, outtake, 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 outtake. Now you have like
2: five. Oh, it takes us three hours to do this. Yeah, these episodes. So that's how many outtakes there
1: are. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Charlie Hubensteinky clausen
2: hey you <laughs>
1: and alongside me is pearson big fart jefferson
2: do you smell what i'm cooking okay. do you smell what the rock
1: is cooking it's a little stinky Ooh, i might need a bail what did, what word did you say? He said "bath like a baby," <laughs> kind of.
2: I might need a bale. I heard "beowulf." Um, sorry, I have, an, I have a thing about
0: a bath thing, but but go go ahead. And
1: alongside him is Matt R. McKnight in shining armor, A.K.A. ever ever rewind.
0: What's up, guys? So about the bath thing. Um, so, full disclosure, <clears throat> I am watching Two Out to Handle. Um, and listen, guys. I am a sucker for a good love reality show. They're so. Are you dreamy. a
1: sucker or a lollipop?
0: Um, depends on the date. Or a dum-dum.
2: How many licks does it take to get to the center of you? Of me?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is.
1: We're already getting that into that. Every, that every? question. Yeah, Matt. How you feeling, Matt? Okay. What's uh, up? Uh, <laughs> um, no, I was like, listen, Matt was listening to Genuine on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> My
0: whole <laughs> life has changed.
1: <laughs> um, and it's crazy you went to that one instead of Pony
0: yeah well that's my favorite Genuine song is Differences <laughs> my whole life has changed
1: um anyways so <laughs> I love also wait sorry this is the last thing I, G- Pony by Genuine has continuously been playing in my car when I turn my phone on in there cause you're on the P's I I, yeah, yeah I'm your... like stuck on yeah I'm stuck the on the I'm stuck on the P's
0: so it's when for some reason my phone reset the algorithm so now I'm back at A's and honestly, I made it a game of like, mm, I wonder what song I'm going to be on now. So mm. it restarted me so it's less fun until I get back to the Fs. Sure. So now I'm on All the Way Turned Up by Roscoe Dash. And I'm like, God. And I don't want to skip it because it feels like I'm cheating. Sure. So I have to go back through them again. Sure. I'm so sad. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm a sucker for re- grime reality shows. Especially like the loved ones, like the dating ones. Um, I love Love is Blind. I love love island like i'm just a sucker they're just so entertaining anyways um this one girl was like you know they were breaking these guys were breaking these rules and this girl touched a guys you know his private parts with a loofah and one of the girls in the interview room like not the girl that touched you know the guy she was like a loofah doesn't that doesn't that hurt And I was like (laughs) I was like how embarrassing of her to say that on live television. To not know what a loofah feels like. You dirty, dirty girl. (laughs) Like you are unclean. Well maybe she's a washcloth girl. Yeah, maybe. But to like not know that loofahs to think that loofahs are like like steel wool.
2: Maybe she's
1: thinking maybe she's thinking like a loofah dry.
0: Maybe, but like that
1: would be the that is the only reasonable or like (laughs) those those
2: steel things that you clean stainless steel with. You know what I'm talking about? It's like (laughs) 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 Uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) so. I was just like, I was like, "Dang it, dude!" Because, like. The only her only experience with a loofah definitely hasn't been cleaning her own body with it. It's only she's like walked through like a Target and like felt one and been like, I don't think that's gonna feel good on my skin. Sure. And it's like, hey, lady, it cleans it. Are y'all <laughs> loofah
1: know? Are y'all loofa boys? Oh, I'm a, I'm like the puffball loofah boy.
0: Yeah, I use a loofah. right now. I'm a I'm a brush guy. I'm a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a shower brush guy. That, what What
2: do you mean by shower brush? Talk me through that.
0: It's like so. There's a it's double sided.
2: <laughs> look, Charlie's giving. It's
0: you don't the, know what a shower
1: brush
2: is? I do. I <laughs> This <laughs> is gonna. Now what I'm about to say. You guys are gonna think it's wild. I just take the bar of soap and just rub it on my body. Okay.
1: That's what I do when I when I'm in the ho- when I'm in a hotel traveling. That's what I do. I don't think that's bad. I am, an, okay. am anti washcloth. I think you, they do I don't not, like a washcloth. They cloth. don't clean you good. Yeah. Like, no, I don't think. And they, they get gross really
0: fast. Yeah, well, it's you you get so it, fast. I
1: feel like you put the soap on there and it like you're always like, man, I need more soap to get on my body. Yeah, but then like. Somehow afterwards, like it is impossible to get all the soap out of it, and it's like Mm -hmm. okay, this sucks.
0: And (laughs) here's and here's my thing about washcloth people. If you're a washcloth person, sure, you're doing better than than the no no nothing people. But at the same time, like you're not drying it properly. Most likely, like you're letting that wet body nastiness towel hang dry. I bet the next time you use it, if you shower daily, it's still kind of wet. That's gross. (laughs) And but here's also my thing about using stuff in the shower to clean yourself. I'm more of like a do that once a week. Like, you don't need to, like, deep cleanse, like, your skin with something. I, no, I
1: loofah every time I wash at my house.
0: That's fair. I don't think it's wrong. I just – I'm more of like a – I use shower brush, and the shower brush is like – One side, soft bristles. The other side, kind of hard bristles. Hard bristles to get that dirt out from under your skin. And then the soft bristles to kind of exfoliate. You know what I'm saying?
1: I'm a self-care guy. The boy got good skincare. Um, I got good skincare. You got good skincare. Okay, let's get into the episode starting (laughs) right now after this. Word from our sponsor, uh, the first annual Soup, Stews, and Brews cook-off. Hosted by yours truly and Smitty. Aaron Smitty Smith, I guess you could call him. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, you're invited. Bring a soup, stew, chili, whatever. You can compete, or you can bring $5 entry. Gets you all you, all the soup you can eat. Uh, and, and celebrity appearance from Matt McKnight and yeah, I'm Pearson
0: Big Fart Jefferson and the Incredible Hulk. Yeah.
2: And uh, Herbie, the car. <laughs> Herbie the car,
1: ink,
2: ink, ink, ink. What if that? What if that was the panel? What if the panel was me, Pearson, the Incredible Hulk, and Herbie, Herbie. the car? Like we were, the, we we're the people voting. On Herbie, the suit. Herbie
0: only gives ones to all <laughs> of them because <laughs> and then everybody just hates Herbie. Um, he's a he's a very mean guy. Uh, and, yeah, and he goes, "That's why I hate black people." <laughs> And everyone's like, "Oh, Herbie, what?" This episode's crazy. For those who don't know who I am, I am a black man,
2: <laughs> so it's fine that I said that. Um, <laughs> do you uh, think that happens? You think no, it can't. I feel like everyone who listens what, to like us, Herbie eats chili. No, I'm, th- I'm, I'm <laughs> saying I think like I think everyone who listens to us knows you. Yeah, knows who you are.
0: I'm sure there's like a couple people like that come from y'all's branch, like that branch mm. out from y'all that don't. Hey, let's not, know this me. is
1: a this is a boring topic to talk yeah, about fair. on the podcast. Oh. Who knows that I'm black or not? All I know is that winner gets a trophy and a cash prize. Um, come compete January 7th. Thanks for listening. Uh, DM us
2: if you didn't know Pearson was black before now. Yeah, yeah. D,
1: uh, Motocrossed is the decom that we watched. What did you guys think?
2: I liked it. Enough. <laughs> That's how I'll say that.
1: Um.
0: Yeah. I. It was fine. Like it was genuinely. I'm not. I don't know what the list looks like. I, I haven't breezed over it, but it wouldn't surprise me if it. It's just kind of right in the middle for me.
1: Uh, that also was some beef. I posted on our Instagram. Uh, I posted on the Instagram and like. Uh, no one read the caption where I was like, these are the decom so far. And then everyone's like, what about this movie? That's not even a decom. What about this movie that came out five, six, seven years after where you currently are? Yeah. Well, it's like, it, it, it's kind of how social media works. They didn't read the, the caption. Yeah, like, they just read the
0: the, the the picture and they yep. flipped through it, and that and that's fine. They they most people understood. it was the, it was the
1: most it was the most uh, engagement we've ever had on a post. Yeah, or not maybe not ever, but in a long time. In a long time. So <laughs> now the, the thing that
0: got me was when people were like, um, "What about this movie?" And it, this wasn't one that was said, but it was in the same breath of like, "What about holes?" And it's like, okay, we got to define what a, a comic is because <laughs> holes. Disney movie was on Disney Channel. No, it was it was a real movie. Yeah, I know, but it it it, it was a movie. That's what I'm saying. It was a Disney movie. Separate. I think it people was, just forgot that it was it shown on Disney Channel. Yeah. So, and I so I get why the line was great. Well, of,
1: no, I don't. No, it doesn't make any sense because that would be a DCM, a Disney Channel movie. This is a Disney Channel original movie. This was yes. original for Disney Channel.
0: But that that line can be great. I get it, but I but it's also like okay, we got to figure that out, guys. Make sure when, you, when you're thinking – you're, if you're sitting here listening and you're waiting for your movie to be shown, for the love of God, please make sure that your
2: movie is a decom. We should start power ranking more things.
1: Okay, regardless, yeah, we motocross.
2: Uh, we should, honestly. That's a good idea. Power ranking? Yeah, just just
0: stuff. Like Publishing the like, rankings of things, like whatever our- So we, you just we want us to become BuzzFeed? Well, no, but yeah, like, our Thanksgiving draft, we should have posted it similar to how you did that Disney one. Sure. Out. Um, Yeah, I thought it was fine. It was, yeah, it was just very okay. I didn't hate it. And if someone turned it on, I wouldn't be like, turn it off. It was worse than I kind of
1: expected it. To be. Yes. Me too. It
2: was worse than I I, yes. my hopes because I had heard people, they were like, you know, just people who know that we do this podcast for like switch so movies this week. And I was like, Oh, it's a motocross. And I feel like we're getting into some movies that people our age are like, Oh yeah, I remember that movie. Yep and they're like, Oh okay. yeah, this is a good one. Two tangents off of what Matt just said. First one is I feel
0: like we all have people in our lives separately. That keep asking us what decoms this week. Hey, we have <laughs> nine listen. We had nine listeners. That the math ain't mathing up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How about you listen? Dang it, uh, listen please. That's also other tangent. For me, motocross was the first decom that out of this whole list, other than Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, that I like vividly remember. Yeah. So like. I had high hopes from this from because I was like, I've seen this.
1: Um, I've definitely seen some of those ones. Okay, so it was directed uh, by Steve Boyum who was also the director for Johnny Tsunami. Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire Stepsister from Planet Weird. Which is an, this is an L for him. Um, he also did, um, let me find it here, Rush Hour in 2016. Shout out Rush Hour 4. And uh, Lethal Weapon. Y'all see that Rush yeah, Hour 4 is coming show. out? No way. Yeah, but also, did you see that... Uh, uh, what's his What's the black guy's name? Chris Rock? Chris, Chris Rock. Nope. No, it's nope. not Chris Chris Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Tucker. Chris uh, Tucker just announced that he's retiring from acting. So everyone's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, let's
0: hope that uh, Rush Hour 4 isn't as racist as Rush Hour 1 through 3 is. Even though <laughs> those racist jokes were like in context... I think in
1: context funny. they were fine and funny cuz it's, it's some of them were like oh Jackie Chan ching 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 boom bing and it's
0: like oh god that <laughs> sure. one
1: or like oh Chris Chris Tucker Yeah but I'm thinking of the bar scene where they got Jackie Chan to say the n-word <laughs> That you know? is funny. It's like in the context of the movie it's like oh okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah it's funny. <laughs> yeah it's fine. But it's Did, just, could they make that again right now? No dated. they probably shouldn't and it's definitely dated but like I still it gets a laugh yeah, for it, sure. it doesn't feel hurtful. No, That's no. the key, you know? <clears throat> it's Jackie Chan, dude. Who doesn't love Jackie Chan? Um, regardless, okay, Motocross. Let's get to it. Um, okay, Motocross was released on February 16th, 2001. One? I think this means we've got three, maybe four movies. I was going to say two, maybe three, but... I, I can't know. remember how many we've got. We got just a few more until we hit the nine eleven. Oh. Real life nine eleven. Oh, we're close. Wow. Yeah. Then we'll come out at y'all with some new content. Well, we'll just take like a yeah. th- like a month break of not doing a decom, just so we don't have to keep watching them every week. You know, give yeah. us give us a, give us a, a little ski, and then we'll hit we'll hit the ground running. Sprinting six in a. Six Someone in was asking me why we decided to make nine eleven to like. The day, and I was like, I don't know. Just, I not think it makes some sense. Yeah, well, it's like it, the movies are going to be different, <clears and throat> regardless. Let's get into the plot. Pearson head at. Get into the plot. Uh, get uh, get get into the plot. Uh, if you with uh, it,
0: get into the plot. Uh, uh, get uh, get uh, get, uh, get into uh, the plot. Uh, plot get plot. Into, plot. Get,
1: The fast-moving Carson family. The article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. That's what Wikipedia is saying. Oh, my God. It's a novel? Oh, it's long. It's (laughs) longer than any of the ones that we've seen so far. Yeah, the
2: amount of times Charlie's thumb just scrolled down his phone screen.
1: The fast-moving Carson family gets ready to take on their next challenge as eldest son, Andrew... Played by Trevor O'Brien, gears up for a motocross race with the hopes of winning a corporate sponsorship. Twin sister Andrea, Andy Carson, played by Alana Austin, finds herself in a bind when her love for motocross racing provokes her overprotective father Edward, who is adverse to the idea of his father participating in such a dangerous sport and prefers that she stick to quote girl things. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, uh when their parents are out of the house for the day, Andrew and Andrew decide to have a friendly race on the family track. While racing, Andrew loses control of his bike, causing him to be thrown off and crash, injuring his knee, which renders him unable to race in the cup. Edward is forced to quit his job, dipping into the family's finances to find a replacement rider from Europe. Okay, one, I do not remember him quitting his job me neither i don't the think dad? it was ever
2: explicitly mentioned
1: yeah uh, right
2: because, but i remember when i put it together because i remember when the girl uh, i forgot her name the sister was like dad quit his job whatever and i did it, I was like when did he quit his job i don't,
1: even remember, I, don't now, I don't remember that happening but here's now but we are introduced very early on in the movie to the villain which is her dad. Oh, and 100%. His dad. You could even boil it down to say sexism. There's two which, villains. There's which two villains. Sexism could, I'll be honest, it could have a run for top spot against racism. Yeah. It so could. it depends on how we want to play this. Do we want to play the can we beat racism or do we want to just actually do <laughs> the villain? More specifically, of the movie?
0: can you beat apartheid? <laughs> like, more specifically, can we beat apartheid? And it's like, ah, maybe. We'll see when we get to the ranking. But I will say before I get into what I'm going to say, this movie, although very average for me, was the most ex- was one of like the most excited I've been to talk about since I don't know. Don't look under the bed, <laughs> because man, this movie was just like chock full. Of, like it was just like sexist stuff left and right, and it was just like all over the place, all over the place. I mean, like he, the dad might as well have been like, "Honey, where's your apron?" You know, <laughs> yeah. the dad like, uh, was. Oh, and that was and we'll to get
1: watch. to it, you know, later in the movie. But like, there, there's like, they try to like, oh, and here's this redeeming thing. I'm like, I don't no, know, not. I don't know if he's really been redeemed. Yeah, I think like, he just kind of sucks. All the they're redeeming
2: like, qualities about the dad were it, really just the mom. It
1: took a <laughs> long time for him to come around, which is crazy. I
2: know. They
1: redeemed... He he started off as the villain, and then there's a certain point in the movie where I'm like, whoa. Like, he... Whoa. He doubled down. He doubled down on being the villain. He doubled down. They
0: redeemed... The dad, like the Netflix show Narcos, redeemed Pablo Escobar, which is like, didn't really redeem him. It just like brought a little bit more of like a reality to the guy. <laughs> like, sure, Pablo Escobar is not an excuse of his crimes, but when I watched the show, I was like, oh, he's a family guy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah, he loves his family.
1: <laughs> um, a couple other things. I um, There was a line early on in the movie talking about the HOA, which I'm like, there's no chance that they live in an HOA with that motocross track in their yard. Yeah. Their yard, their whole yard is a motocross track.
0: Acres and acres of land. What neighborhood are you talking about? You know? Yeah,
1: that was a weird line. Um, Walk a
0: mile to like go and visit.
1: Yeah, also the siblings get along super well. Yeah. They're like all best friends. Yeah. Which honestly, that was... Strange for a decom.
0: It was strange for a decom, but I didn't, you know, it was was nice to not have like the annoying little brother, little sister kind of complex. I like
2: the youngest...
1: Yeah, yeah, I like this because he wasn't annoying. He just yeah, like great. a character.
0: All of the family, all the family the, members were very redeemable, other than the dad.
1: To yes. be honest, it's I, I, I'm hoping by the time we finish going through the plot, I, I'll have boiled down exactly what makes this movie not super good to me. But like yeah. all the pieces, it's like all the pieces come together, or they should come together, and like make a movie that I would love. It had the makings of
2: a really good
1: motocross like, stuff, yeah. like women empowering themselves, like characters that get along i'm like man this should be good
0: it has the trappings of what could be a good movie but it just didn't come together like i thought it was going to yeah um but yeah
1: um oh also so when uh andrew gets into the wreck and then her dad their dad is like kind of blaming andy Is like yeah. I can't believe that you went on the track with him and blah blah. I'm like, why are you? Why is she getting blamed? No one is. No one's really at fault here. They were just riding and he fell. Like, could have literally happened in
0: any circumstance. It like he's a motocross cross cross rider. It's like it it, it was bound to happen at some point. So like, why are we so upset that like he, he he they could have been like we were
2: practicing and like what could what could he possibly have been mad at? Dude, what's crazy to me is he spends so much time talking about how dangerous motocross is and then proceeds to blame it on his daughter that his son got injured. That's
0: also why his redemption, which we'll talk about later, meant very little to nothing to me. You know? Like his big, like, oh, dad's turned a leaf. Well, whatever. We'll get to that.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, let's keep rolling along here. So, fueled by her desire to get on the track and feeling guilty over her brother's injury... Which I again, it's not like her fault, but I get it. Like he wouldn't have been hurt if she hadn't erased, you know, whatever. Right. Um, uh, Andrea forms a plan to masquerade as her brother, to which Andrew reluctant reluctantly agrees. Uh, Andrea is welcomed by quote unquote welcomed by unfriendly competition and comes back home with a scrape on her arm. It wasn't a scrape; it was like a big ass bruise, <laughs> uh, which makes her mother Geneva suspicious. <laughs> I had no idea her
2: name was Geneva.
1: <laughs> Dude,
0: do they do they call them by nicknames that we ignore? <laughs> like, if they called her oh. G the whole movie, I'd have been like, maybe. But I never I, once heard the word Geneva, Geneva come out of any of those
2: characters' mouths.
1: G E N Eva. No one ever said that. Again. yeah, They <laughs> that just was, said mom. The entire movie. It's yeah. It was like in the credits. Like it was like <laughs> she, the act. The actor was like, I. I her name should be Janine. It might like, have even yeah. been the actor's name. Like honestly, like it could have just been like, that. In, in, in the in the discussion room, was like we can't call her mom. Well, no, she's like a method actor, and she's like she has to have a name, and they're yeah. like Jesus Christ, Geneva.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny
0: that that's one. Give, give me a name. Give me a name. Okay, okay.
1: Geneva. Um, got it. <laughs> so after dragging the answer out of youngest son Jason uh, and a whole night to think it over, Geneva secretly and reluctantly agrees to let Andrea race in Andrew's place. The catch, however, is that all this needs to happen behind Edward's back and before he comes home with a replacement writer. So mom's even in on the, like, whoa, dad's being super sexist. Psychotic. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would say, like, like, deranged.
0: She was kind of, like, like in the same boat as him, but then she turned a leaf, and then she was like, you know what? I'm in. And then she went balls deep in. Like, she was like, I'm in. Like, she was like, like, because she was like, when she was folding that laundry, and she had that moment, she was folding laundry, and she had a moment of like, "Ah, fine." She let her race. Yeah. Now, here's one thing that was said during the movie that didn't make any sense. Um, if you miss the first race, you can't qualify for the cup. How random is that? Um, not random at all.
1: You know what I'm like? You, I was like, "Well, no, it's random because they." Ch- it, 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 no, they were saying how random is that because they. The race got moved up, surprisingly. And then it was also, they were reading the rules when, because the packet that got sent to them, the mail that yeah, got sent to them, it yeah. was like, race getting moved up. And they were clarifying, if you don't make the first race, you can't qualify for the cup. I don't think they were surprised by that piece of information. I think they were surprised at mm. the, the race getting moved. Because I was like, um, that feels like a legitimate rule that feels
0: like it's not that surprising.
1: Yeah, but that's not, that's not what they were saying. So we don't um, have to stay on it long. And
0: then Andy and the and the other guy, the the siblings in the movie, they actually look alike. Yes, that was a weird piece of it. I was like, they do are they related?
2: Props to the youngest kid, by the way, for just sitting down with the mom and saying, "Yeah, in school we've been talking about women's rights and stuff." Yeah, Yeah. props to the youngest. He was the turning. He was the turning. They are not related.
1: Okay, so his name is Trevor O'Brien and her name is Alana Austin. I mean, they—they're not related. They, they just look, look, really they look really similar. They do look really similar. That and was crazy how similar they, they got. They looked that girl. very similar. Like she like, looked when, they, when she cut similar. her hair. She
0: looked like a dude. Which brings us to yeah. the main topic of that chunk that we've just talked about. Um, that girl committing to cutting her hair before they even uh-huh. before they uh-huh. even decided Boom. to do that
1: was crazy. Um, hold on. Um okay so uh yeah Andrea and her mother arrive at the race venue and register under her brother's name Andy in spite of her initial confidence Andy girl Andy learns the hard way that competition is fierce and finishes last in her first race thinking that uh Andy is a guy competitor Dean Talon takes notice when the lapper uh, garners the attention of several young women finding it unbelievable that a 125 rider is getting looks this is like <laughs> this is a lot of unnecessary details yeah for sure um dean knowing that andrew andy god this is annoying dean knowing that andy needs help with riding, offers to help the rookie in exchange for advice on his crush farron henderson god okay So, yeah, it's like a weird, like, eh, like, I'll help you learn how to ride if you uh, get me a date with this, with my boss's daughter, with Farron.
0: And also, just to kind of give you a little bit more of of an in-depth look at the dynamic of the motocross riders that are at this showing, at this race exhibit, whatever, Um, first of all, Andy walks up with her mom, who's agreed for this whole ruse, um, and they go... Hey, look, dude brought his mommy, and I was like, "Is that the best that they have to, to offer as an insult?" Because this, you guys are all under the age of eighteen. S- yeah, some like you gotta have that. Like, is it even there. weird? Yeah, is it even weird not, for your mom not, to be there? Not one <laughs> bit. <laughs> like, and then also they were like, like everybody was giving funny looks about the the painted nails, which like I guess I get, but at the same time it's like. I, if they they really harbored like they really made an effort to be like, her writing excuse was, they help with the balance of the hand, they help the arm with my pump, balance. the yeah. arm
1: pump, bro. And I'm just
0: like, what a weird thing to like, Ye- hang yeah, on to.
1: yeah. Um, one thing I will say, talking about all the sexism in this, it it, it makes you think like it's kind of crazy what uh, you know, difference twenty something years makes. Yeah, where like, cause yeah, I'm thinking about it, like this movie wouldn't have been made. With the same level of sexism in it, if that wasn't like at least to some degree. Like it, in yeah, like in in two thousand, I'm sure a lot of people were like, girls cannot ride race cars. Yeah. Or whatever. When, or like, motorcycles. X
0: games or, were like very popular. Like if a girl got on the half pipe with like a professional girl skateboarder with Tony Hawk, people would have had something to say. Yeah. People would have been like that girl can't do what yeah. Ryan Shepard well, I'm just, does. Well, I'm just
1: saying, like, it's, it's it's interesting how, like, we're in such a different place now where we're, yeah. like, this is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, the plot of this movie is kind of ridiculous, but, like, not at the time. Not at the time. So. Um, okay. Keep going here. Um, <laughs> okay, Andrea, or so, Andy quickly finds herself falling for Dean, who she reluctantly helps win Farron's sh- uh, shallow affection. Her training also pays off when she places 7th in a following race. She continues to improve and takes 1st place in the last race of the day to get an overall 3rd place finish. The celebrating is cut short by the arrival of her angry father who scolds Andy for racing and Geneva for letting her. Uh, Edward is now uh, has now found a replacement rider from France, René Cartier. Who I could not stand that guy. Yeah, he (laughs) He was so he played his character perfectly. Yeah, so good (laughs) in my head
0: he was the villain.
1: No, the dad is the villain.
2: Yeah, yeah. He probably the dad stinks, dude.
0: Cartier sucked. He did suck. He was awful. And like, but also, um. Well, actually, get to the next paragraph because then I think that might lead us to some.
1: Sure. Also, some I'm reading through some notes of things I've missed. Um, one, um. I wonder how the motocross store stays in business. Just straight up.
2: Oh, dude, that guy was so funny. That Jimmy me. was so funny. I loved Jimmy. I was a Jimmy big Jimmy was fan.
1: Awesome. Too. When her mom found out that uh, she had cut all her hair off, she was like, "Oh, we've got to take you to the salon to see if they can fix it now." I'm like, What's the- "Lady, there's nothing to be done." Yeah. The only thing that's gonna be done about that is a wig. It's <laughs> yeah. gone. Her hair is gone. She doesn't even look that bad with it. Hmm. I mean, I'm you know, she, I definitely. It was very short. It was very it short. It was very short. It looked normal. It looked like yeah. 90s normal. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looked fine. Like, she pulled it off fine.
0: Yeah, but I feel like that was like a kind of like a, if a girl shaved her head in the 90s, they would have that, like, kind of spiky hair look.
1: Well, but it had like the, it Ellen kind DeGeneres. Of, yeah.
0: <laughs> For real. <laughs> like Ellen DeGeneres, dude. And, like, you would never look at Ellen DeGeneres with short hair and be like, that looks weird. But her hair was kind of spiky.
1: I, she had that little spike yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not Ellen, but Andy. Oh, yeah, Andy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so so he's found Renee Cartier uh, He is poorly received by Andy After he tries to hit on her And treats her brothers with disrespect After some research, Andy f- learns That Cartier has garnered, garnered A bad reputation for his Harsh, underhanded, and dangerous Behavior on the track But when, and- when Andrew brings it to Edward's attention uh, He says that an aggressive rider is what the family Needs at the moment Who's surprised just that's what i'm saying dude in every every step of the way dad is like teaming up with teaming up with the the dude. french boy it's like oh there Man. were so many
2: moments like when i was in the early stages of this movie i was like all right so there you know it's going to be a cool thing where the dad kind of comes around mm-hmm. in about 10 minutes from now and it never came it never came when it, i it, oh, go ahead
1: no no yeah
0: when
2: i let go of any hope of
0: redemption <clears throat> for him was when that boy was in her bed. Yep. And yep. That's it. That's she, that's what I was going to say. Like, he was like, she was like, can you get him out of my room? And he was like. Well, he needs he, somewhere to sleep. He, yeah, he needs somewhere to sleep. Can you, like, I mean, like, I was like, do you have a soul? Like, are you serious? Dude. And his daughter, like, it would be different if it was like grumpy daughter, like, just throwing a tantrum about something. But it was so, so legitimate.
1: Let and me just brushed it off. Let me tell you that if I was married to someone and they did that, they pulled that move, I'd be taking the kids and we'd be staying in a hotel. So you can fi- you can figure it out tonight. What, we're going to figure out what your response is. Come tomorrow. And if it displeases me, then <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause seriously, seriously, imagine having kids and like that situation's unfolding. Who is so heartless? It's just crazy that he's so
2: rejective over something that his daughter loves that he is also
1: so passionate about. Yeah. I mean, it's literally, it's like, he's so sexist that he can't, he's such a misogynist that he literally cannot like fathom fathom a world. Yeah. It's like, dude, what? What? I don't know.
0: Yeah. And this, this, the, the, the empathy he had for Cartier who just sucked from day, from day one and none for his daughter was insane. He was
1: bad. Yeah. So, so Andy finds no further solace when she finds Cartier talking with Art Henderson, a competitor, uh, though is only scolded by Edward when he sees the two of them arguing, which was another kind of like, that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Back at camp, the Carson family confront Edward uh, for the way he's treating uh, Andy. He tries to defend himself, but Geneva and Andrew uh, show him how much he's really hurting Andy by behaving the way he is. Alone in his thoughts, Edward begins to realize how much racing really means to Andy and and the support the rest of the family has given her. He finds Andy arguing with Cartier. Uh, Andy says that she's only trying to help her family, and Cartier rudely tells her to back off before shoving her. Edward sees it, runs over to them, and shoves Cartier back in retaliation before telling him off and firing him. He and Andy then go for a walk where Edward tells her that he is proud of her for bringing Carson Racing to where it is now. Andy admits uh, her only regret was that instead of Andrew that got injured, it was her. Um, Okay. Uh, Edward uh, tells her not to think about anything else and allows her to race in the final heat.
0: Now, okay. One thing that
1: we do need to jump back to... Also, is, there are two more sizable paragraphs left yeah. in this summer. Golly,
2: up now, from this point?
1: N- <laughs> yeah, now, oh something gosh. that we do need to talk about,
0: though, is this strange love thing going on with Andy pretending to be a boy. Oh, gosh, I thought. Oh, falling in oh, love oh, God, yeah, with, dude. what's his name? Uh, he, Dean. Dean. Oh, And they're, also setting oh. up Dean with Farron because they haven't touched on that but it's very important, and it starts. It got, it got touched on it, a little bit. It starts when Dean, first of all, the way that Dean and Andy treat each other when Dean thinks that Andy is a boy. Interesting. Also, feels like there's sexual tension between them. Am I wrong? No. From the Did first,
2: I- from the first moment of Dean and Andy and their relationship, it there was the ten- The tension was there. It felt it, it.
0: definitely felt like he was like I got a crush on this girl. I got a crush on this boy. And it like it, it, I was like it, the way that like they did not interact like bros kind of would in this setting, especially for this movie. Aside
2: from the part where uh, aside from the part where Andy like uh, gave him a hug, and he was like, dude, Whoa. "What's wrong?" With
0: yeah. Like, but like they <laughs> were they were flirting basically. And like I, I mean I I'm don't know I don't dude, know I think they, when they got in that water. When they got, when well, he but was, I like, think it's, jumping, well,
1: they, I know, but you got to like, we're it's flirting because we're seeing the situation from the outside, that's true. from her perspective, that's from true. his perspective. He's just like, like, dude, imagine if you're like hanging out with your buddy and he shoves you in the water. Like, you guys are just having a good
0: time. I dunk one yeah, of my boys. Yeah, you're wrestling in the like, water, playing in the water, and it's yeah, like,
1: they're like wrestling, and having fun, dude. Yeah, maybe Dad? you just must not be man enough to wrestle in the water with your boys. Dad? Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I I have, I guess, but it's it. I think it, maybe it was just the way the movie painted it because it was supposed to be from her eyes.
1: It just felt very romantic. <laughs> Is there something wrong with two boys no. being romantic? No, but, the, uh, but we're about to out. We are about to out Pearson here live Ooh. for being homophobic. <laughs> He's not no, no, careful no. with his words. One of them just wasn't a boy.
2: <laughs> it was I, whatever was don't going mince on. Your meat, huh? Don't
0: mince your meat here. I don't, I don't even know what that means. Like don't mince your words. You know, there's no mincing of words. I'm just saying, it was definitely like Dean had a crush on boy Andy, not girl
1: Andy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No, but um, on the final race, Andy and Cartier, now racing under Art Henderson Racing, find themselves fighting fiercely for the finish. When Cartier fumbles on a turn, Andrea takes the victory and finishes first. However, an angry Cartier exposes her during a live interview, much to the shock of the entire community and Dean's dismay a heated argument between the Carson family and art Henderson racing gets underway about disqualifying Andy by saying that a girl isn't allowed to compete, which Geneva argues saying that she read the rules and it doesn't mention anywhere about girls not being allowed to race. Henderson then tries to argue that Andy wasn't registered and Geneva pulls out the registration form showing that Andrew Andy did register under Andy Carson as it is short for Andrea, uh, short for Andrea. Okay. Sorry. The, the, I didn't see the period. The next sentence starts with the words Barbara Rollins. And so I was trying to figure out, I was like, Andrea, Barbara Rollins. (laughs) (laughs) She got crazy last name. I'm like, what is going on? Geneva, Barbara Rollins, (laughs) (laughs) which also was a weird one. Why did they name the kids? Both Andrea and Andrea. That's crazy. Insane. That's insane. Uh, Barbara Rollins, the corporate CEO, expresses her inspiration at Andrew at Andy's actions, much to Henderson and Cartier's embarrassment. She is inspired that a woman came on top in a man's sport. That was a direct quote. Uh, and not only allows Andy to retain her title, but also boards the entire Carson family, a full factory sponsorship back at home. Geneva surprises the kids with the news that they have the privilege of hiring a 250 rider for the next race. She then tells the kids that someone is already interested in the job and is at the house to interview upon walking outside. Andy finds Dean who says that he heard they needed a 250 rider. Andy then challenges him to a race. If he wins, he can be the new 250 rider. The movie ends with Dean and Andy racing. Great, that's it. That's the movie. That's motocrossed. Um, honestly, this is maybe this is why I didn't like it that much because of how boring that me reading that was mm-hmm. makes me go. You know what? Yeah, it was. There was so much like dull. Yeah, yeah. there was. I mean, there was. It definitely wasn't as dull as some of these flits, but um, there was a big
2: chunk in the movie though where you were like, "All right," a part a part of me wishes there could have been more. It felt like all those rounds of racing during the middle of the movie, I was like, yeah. all right, let's move past this. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it, like, I mean, this, the drama wasn't, it wasn't heavy. Yeah. I mean, like, you're talking, if you're going to do, you know, our normal split realistic, fantasy, like, fantastical or, like, it right in the middle, we're on the realistic side, right? Yeah, this is the realistic side. On the realistic side movies, you've got, like, crimes like setting a barn on fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like... Why, like it, it not why, because whatever, but I just, don't actually know what
1: you're uh, what are you trying to connect
0: here? like I'm talking about um horses. Well, I guess I was in the middle, but whatever it is there was the climax of this movie wasn't really that exciting, so it was just it, the climax was not much different than any other part of the movie. It was just yeah. another race and another thing. The drama wasn't that heavy. Farron wasn't like a raging villain, and so it's like. The, it, there was no character that was just completely so villainous that we well, hated them.
1: Either way, uh, let's get to a podcast from then podcast. I like to call Daddy Issues Pearson. Hit it. Uh, why do I have to hit it? What do you mean? You gotta hit it, dude. You hit this one.
0: Wiggy wiggy wiggy
1: wiggy wiggy mm, mm, wiggy wiggy mm, mm, wiggy 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 daddy issues. See, that's why that you have to hit it for that one because <laughs> I'm the daddy issues. I Got hate it. it though. Um. Okay. Mm. Where God, do I ever really have to read this whole damn list? I'm not going to. We still we keep yeah, forgetting to split it up. List.
2: Well, we'll do it this week. We won't
1: because you got to leave soon, so it's fine. Um, I'm honestly, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that I think bottom that, of the list. I think that he's the bottom of the list. He's I think that bad. what is this guy's name? Edward. Edward. Edward is bottom of the list. The question is, is he actually worse than Johnny Tsunami or than Pete Tsunami? I think he is, dude. Because Pete Tsunami was completely. He just didn't. He basically didn't care for his son. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't sexist. But even at the um, end, but even at
2: the end of the movie, he still had that talk with his dad, and I I don't know that it really redeemed him. But at least there was like ah, oh, he seemed to like understand. Pete Tsunami moved to a different state so that his son couldn't pursue his dreams. Yeah, tracks. it was bad.
0: Like Pete Tsunami went off of the deep end.
2: So like one tick above Pete Tsunami, we think this dad is. Edward I think he's not as bad as Pete Tsunami
1: but I I don't know I think he's definitely worse than Pete Tsunami cuz they both had their redemption arcs but like Pete Tsunami's bad I would I would he Pete Tsunami didn't make me nearly as angry as uh, Edward did every time that he was like "girls can't race" I get like even in even
2: in Pete Tsunami's twisted deluded way of like what ended up being just taking his son's dream away. But even in that deluded way, Pete Tsunami was still like, I just want what's best for you educationally. In yeah. this, the, the dad didn't... It's not like he wanted anything for his daughter.
1: He just didn't want her to race. Yeah, that's it. It's like, I want you to actually have less than... You, I want yeah. you to be worse off. There was no, like, I want you to do this, because right, I think I guess think we'll, we'll take the vote. Raise your hand if you think that... Uh, uh, Edward should go above Pete Tsunami. I got him below, I All think. Right, then 2 to 1 vote, Pearson loses, yeah. we win. <laughs> <laughs> number your new number 25 oh. is Edward from whatever this movie is, Motocross. Motocross. Mot- <laughs> M- MX. All right, and MX. Next up is a little thing I like to call ranking the villains Pearson I'll hit it
2: Oh, Pearson. When you went in on that, it sounded like, raking the Villains. Blah, 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 That's blah, what blah. I felt myself going towards, and I had to change it. I changed it. Oh, dude, it was so funny. I
0: changed it like on the couch. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
2: Ranking the Villains. Dude, but I changed it. I was quick on my toes. Okay. Oh, dude. I was so close to doing some um, christmas thing. things. Villain.
1: <laughs> Who's the villain in here? It's the dad, right? It's yeah. Edward? Eddie. Okay. Eddie, two uh, shoes. Eddie, is he a five, four, three, two, or one star villain? I think he's a good villain. I think he... I think it's a four or five for me. Like, he's got to be up there. He's pretty evil. The thing with him is, is... I think he's good
2: at being the villain, but I don't think the movie was written in a way where he was the villain.
1: Sure. Which is the... I, which I is, think I, I... Well, then, four? I got him at four. Four? I Pearson? Put him at four. What do you think? Because I hated him. I, I couldn't... I did not like him at all. He,
0: it's either high four or low five, so I'm, I'm fine with four.
1: Okay. So your four-star villains are... Hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um... Calabar from Halloween Town, Brett and Pete from Johnny Tsunami, and Dimitri from Vampire. Uh, and then the only number one we've or the only number five we have right now is apartheid slash racism from the color of friendship. So I guess you know what we could do? Give it a five and say uh, Edward slash sexism.
2: Is Edward slash sexism? I'd
1: say it's below apartheid racism. Mm-hmm. I think we should give it the number. Well, no, five. no, yeah, no, no. I think that you guys find giving it the number five. We or could. It, or a five star.
2: Is it worse than Calabar trying to destroy the world or take yeah, over? Yeah, because the world? it's, but it's
1: because it's tangible.
2: That's true. It is real.
1: It, it like it's real. It is tangible. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Pearson, you fine yeah. with that? Okay, great. Your new number two is Edward slash. Sexism from Motocross. Um, and now it is time to rank the DCOMs Pearson here at. Mm,
0: mm. Uh, uh,
1: uh, rank the DCOMs. It's time. Don't rank dance, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. d mm-hmm. It's time to, night, to rank the d comps Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Where does mm-hmm. motocross mm-hmm. land? What do we think? One, two, three, four, or five out of five for motocross. I'm saying... It's probably a three. I'm saying a three. I could be talked into a two, but I think, a I, think I think it's a three. I think it's a
0: three. I
1: think it's a pretty streamlined three. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. Then your three out of five movies are... Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Horse Since. Smart House, Ready to Run, and Phantom of the Megaplex. Where do we want to put Motocrossed? Above Ready to Run, below Smart House. I, thought, I like that. I, I was, was going to say above Smart House. I, was I gonna, like Smart House. Better, I was going to say below Ready to Run. Oh, I definitely think it's better than Ready to Run. Um, wow, we're three different. Yeah, I know we're well, three different, three different points here. here. Off the three
0: different points, the one that's right in the middle is above Ready to Run, below Smart House. Cause you have it above Smart House and I have it below Ready to Run. So yeah. right in between is what Matt said. We could do that, or we could do a different way. Well, we no, could fight I'm, each
2: other to
1: the, de- to the death. Well, let's let's just talk about it out for a second. So yeah. I, I'm thinking Horse Sense was a pretty solid flick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Smart House, pretty solid flick. I liked it. Ready to Run, I, I didn't like, love as much. I feel like there's like a drop off, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I feel like this is definitely above ready to run. Oh, I think it's way closer to smart house than it is ready yeah, to run. Yeah. I just uh, um, but I guess no, I preference. guess we could we could go below smart house. Because Pearson wants to blow smart house, you want to blow smart house. That's fair then. Okay. So blow smart yeah. house. Yeah, well, that's well done. fine. Okay, I do cool. think it's better. So your new run. number twelve is motocrossed. Um there you have it. All right. And yep, I'm not going to read that whole list off. I just posted it on Instagram. So you can you're new number 12. So just imagine putting Motocross in between Smart House and Ready to Run. That's where we landed. Uh thanks for listening to the Play by Podcast. Your one-stop shop for music news, movie reviews and motocross rankings um and we'll catch you with the next Decom, which is does anyone know? It is uh, Luck of the Irish. Luck Is it really? Yes. Luck of the Irish. <laughs> One I also remembered. So mm-hmm. we're starting to get into the ones that I definitely know. Yes. So I wonder how disappointed these people are going to be. But, oh, yeah. Thanks for listening.